1: But my Sharona, I swear, it's honestly not. No, it's not my Sharona. Hey, how come my Let's Go Brandon is backwards behind me? That's not good. It's kind of funny because um, when we loaded up today for the Dennis Prager Show, and by the way, welcome to the Dennis Prager Show. My name is Bob France, coming to you live from Cleveland, Ohio, the ReliefFactor.com studios of AM 1420, The Answer. I am the host of Always Right on this uh, this station, weekdays Eastern time from 9 to 11. Uh, anyway, when I was loading up for the Dennis Prager Show today, I put in my backdrop, which is my Let's Go Brandon backdrop, and it showed up in reverse to me. So I reversed the image and loaded it back in, and it showed up correctly. Now that we're live... It's reversed again. I don't know somebody's going to have to explain that to me. Somebody in the Skype world is going to have to explain that to me because this is how it's, uh, this is how it's coming out. So we'll flip that uh, during the first commercial break, I promise you. If you are watching the program and not just listening to The Dennis Prager Show, you will know what I'm talking about. You see the Let's Go Brandon banner behind me reversed. That's not cool. Uh, we'll fix that up for you. I promise. I am a believer in Let's Go Brandon, by the way. I think it is the most phenomenal accident maybe in the history of modern, if not all, American politics. I mean, honestly, a happy accident. There's there's no other way to say it. It was an accident. It wasn't intentional. The reporter for NBC, who was interviewing poor Brandon Brown, I think that was his name, after his victory at a NASCAR race, During the fall, when so many large crowds at college football stadiums, baseball stadiums during the World Series in October, at NHL hockey rinks, and yes, at NASCAR races. For crying out loud, they let's go Brandoned him when he went down to Kentucky to tour the tornado damage. (laughs) All of this, of course, traces back to that NASCAR race in which a a, a hapless NBC reporter interviewing the winner of the race, Brandon Brown. You know the story by now. The crowd behind him and behind her continuing to chant blank Joe Biden, blank Joe Biden, the popular chant that has taken over all of these massive arenas with Americans of all walks of life. You know, college students and college football fans, as I say, some of the other sports, some of the other venues, all saying collectively, we don't like what's happening to our country, blank Joe Biden. And this poor hapless NBC reporter doing the interview during a pause, it was very audible over the airwaves of NBC. The the, the F-bomb, blank Joe Biden, tried to cover it by saying hey Brandon they're cheering for you they're saying let's go Brandon and 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 the happy accident was born do you know that there are I want to say at least 10 maybe a dozen stores primarily up in the American Northeast that are solely let's go Brandon stores that's all they sell they sell Let's Go Brandon hats, Let's Go Brandon T-shirts, Let's Go Brandon coffee mugs, Let's Go Brandon uh, bumper stickers, visors, banners. I don't whatever else you can slap it on. There are stores dedicated to saying Blank Joe Biden, but without saying Blank Joe Biden. It's why the left is going so ballistic over it. I'm a believer, man. I'm not. I'm just gonna tell you. I know a lot of people ah, it's rude and it's crass and it's and it's unbecoming of conservatives, particularly conservative Christians or, or, you know, moralistic people, Jews and Christians and people of values and faith shouldn't be shouldn't be saying such things. And my response to them is blow it out your windpipe, blow it out your tailpipe rather. Because this tells the story that we want to tell without being profane so that we're not Robert De Niro standing on stage at the Tony Awards saying the words F but spelling it out actually saying the word Donald Trump not just once but twice to standing ovations from the Hollywood slash New York elite crowd. Kathy Griffin, the comedian, holding up the severed head of Donald Trump symbolically indicating what they want to do. Rap videos in which a Donald Trump lookalike is stabbed to death on stage a la Julius Caesar. All of these horrific things where they didn't pull any punches and and find pseudonyms or or, uh, acronyms or something. They just said blank Donald Trump and let's celebrate the idea of killing Donald Trump. They didn't have any problem with that. And now that we found by an accident a way of saying what we think about Joe Biden without using profanity, a way that underscores what we believe to our core that he is doing to this country. In other words, if Joe Biden is going to blank the USA, then we can say blank Joe Biden. And we can do it without saying the blank word. We can say, let's go, Brandon. I'm a believer, man. I'm a believer. And I'm going to continue to say it. I, I was given uh, gifted a, uh, a hoodie sweatshirt. First of all, my wife got me a Let's Go Brandon t-shirt for Christmas, and then I was gifted a hoodie sweatshirt from a county GOP that I spoke at uh, earlier this week or this past weekend. I wear it proudly. I'm telling you, I wore that the next day to four different stores. I had a bunch of errands to run, and I went into four different stores. In between four different stores, I got no less than 15 comments on the Let's Go Brandon hoodie that I was wearing. You know how many of them were negative? Goose egg. All of them. A smile and a nod that said, let's go, Brandon, or love your sweatshirt, or heck yeah, and they pointed at my shirt, and I knew exactly what they were, no less than 15 of them. One of them was at a gas station as I was pumping. Somebody, two cars behind in the next lane over, uh, gave me a little toot-toot. I turned around, and they said, I love your sweatshirt. These two older folks loved it. So yeah, let's go Brandon indeed. And why not? Let's go Brandon. Why not follow Brandon's playbook? Brandon has decided we cannot be a unified country. Even though he promised, this is what he would do, even though he promised in his uh in his campaign and then in his inaugural address to be not just the president of Democrats or not just of Republicans but everybody we're gonna we're gonna be the adults in the room we're gonna bring people together rather than be the divisive force that the last president was he has spent the first calendar year of his presidency dividing us like we have never been divided before and two days ago in Georgia he let it all fly He let it all fly. He said, blank you, Republicans. He said, blank you, conservatives. He said, blank you, opponents of my agenda, our agenda. Blank you, opponents of Build Back Better. Blank you, opponents of the John Lewis Voting Rights Act. Blank you, supporters of voter suppression. You're not even Americans, he said. He said, if you don't stand with me, you're George Wallace, Segregationist, treasonist, or traitor, I guess would be the word. You're Bull Connor, segregationist, racist, traitor. You're Jefferson Davis, literally a traitor, literally the president of the Confederacy. That's who you are if you don't support us. You support these oppressive and suppressive Jim Crow voter laws passed in places like Georgia where they don't believe in democracy. His anger has been ramped up to a fever pitch. And it's when he is spewing and spouting the vitriol of hatred against anybody who opposes his vision and his platform and his agenda. That's about the only time he's coherent. Have you noticed that? About the only time he can remember what he wanted to say is when he's shouting at us. Do you remember when he was expressing his support for the $400,000 payments to every parent who had their child taken away and every child that was, quote, taken away during the separations, uh, during the time, back at at a time when we used to actually apprehend And detain illegal immigrants at the border. What a crazy idea that was, right? But do you remember this? Do you remember the screaming? Do you remember the, if you've come to the United States and you've had your child child taken away, taken away, he's gone, gone, he shouted at us. Then you deserve some compensation for that. The idiocy of the argument and of the statement and of the platform aside, it's about the only time he's coherent is when he's mad. The question is, why is he so mad? And I think there is a good reason why he's so mad. And that reason is because the polling is out again. And it's worse than it's ever been. I'll tell you about that. And we'll get into some of the audio. And of course, we welcome you. 8 Prager 776 is the number 877 243 7776. I'm Bob France in for Dennis. Right back.
2: Dennis Prager here, and the real estate market is hot right now. People are taking advantage of low interest rates and economic uncertainty by investing in real assets. Whether you're a first-time buyer or just looking to make a change, the key to getting the property you want is being pre-qualified with cash in hand. That's why you should contact Andrew Del Rey and Todd Avakian at andrewandtodd.com. They are with Sierra Pacific Mortgage. Andrew and Todd are mortgage bankers not brokers, so their team takes care of you personally from start to finish. In fact, you'll probably speak with either Andrew or Todd directly. Go online and fill out a few simple questions and they can usually assess your situation right over the phone. Andrew and Todd are with you every step of the way. Go to andrewandtodd.com or call 888-1172. andrewandtodd.com or 888-1172. 888-888-1172. 888-888-1172. Stream Media. I was
1: 21 minutes after the hour Bob France sitting in for Dennis Prager. I think we've got it fixed now. It's a kind of a bizarre thing. It's like a double negative if you know anything about grammar or English. It's kind of like a double negative when you flip the background banner correct or uh, um yeah, correctly it broadcasts out to you if you're watching the show on dennisprager.com or on the Salem News channel. And then it, it it broadcasts to you backwards. But when I flip it backwards for me Uh, It it shows up forward for you. So now you can see the Let's Go Brandon uh, backdrop if you are watching the show in addition to listening to it. Bob France in for Dennis Prager, live in the ReliefFactor.com studios. You probably also notice the logo. Uh, I I love to wear the Hillsdale, um, my Hillsdale um, uh, quarter zip uh, that I got at the Hillsdale bookstore when I was last on campus. And I go to campus a lot because I'm a Hillsdale dad. My daughter's a junior there and is absolutely killing it, and uh, is setting herself up for life at one of the best colleges in America. So, talking a moment ago about why Joe Biden is so angry, I want to tie two things together here. I had a caller on my local show in Cleveland that I just told you about, which is on WHK, it's called Always Right. Um, I had a caller who said, you know, I'm getting a little nervous because Republicans sound so confident about November, about the the red wave, and I have upped that, by the way, on my program to the red tsunami. It is literally going to be a tidal wave that envelops and swallows up uh, the Democrat majority in the House and in the Senate. I truly believe it. I truly believe there's going to be a 30 to 40-seat margin of victory for the Republicans in terms of controlling the House and maybe a 4 or uh, uh, 5-seat margin in the Senate. I think all of that is very, very possible. But a caller said... Hey, how can you be so certain? Why aren't you and aren't we kind of counting our chickens before they hatch? And I said, I don't really think so. And here's a couple reasons why. No American president has ever been this unpopular at this stage of their term in modern American history since polling really began. The latest comes from Quinnipiac. And it was literally just released yesterday. And the survey finds that Joe Biden, nearing the one-year mark, which is coming up, what, next uh, Wednesday, Thursday? Uh, The anniversary of his inauguration, his illegal inauguration in my estimation. But coming up on that anniversary, he has an approval rating of 33%. His disapproval rating is 53%. That's 20 points underwater. And this Quinnipiac poll mirrors results done by several other polling surveys. His grades on the jobs that he has done uh, are are so anemic even with Democrats counted in the surveys. But when you take Democrats out and just look at independents, that's when the news gets really dire. For, for Joe Biden. Joe Biden's popularity among independents is even more disastrous. Let me pull that number up here, because I did save it from, from earlier this morning as I was preparing my show. His rating among independents is not readily available to me. My apologies, but I know it was down in the teens. 33% overall, that counts Democrats who are going to say, yes, I approve, no matter what he does. overall. The rating among Republicans is in single digits, and among independents, it's in the teens. No one has ever been this unpopular. That's one of the reasons he's angry, and it's one of the reasons I am not counting my chickens before they hatch. I truly believe that America is done with this leadership, with this near-socialist, wannabe Marxist leadership. At all levels of Democrat federal government. I truly believe that. And if you say, well, polling shouldn't be enough, Bob, to make you that confident, to make us feel like it's in the bag. Then I'll say to you, "Okay, how about the fact that Joe Biden went down to Georgia looking for a vote to steal? He was in a bind because he's way behind and he's really I don't have a rhyme for steal. Uh, he's trying to, to make a steal quite literally. I want you to listen to what Joe Biden went down to Georgia and did and said, what Joe Biden did was go down there in a move of desperation to say this state of Georgia is emblematic of 20 other red States or red leaning States that are trying to suppress the vote. They don't believe in democracy. They believe in suppressing particularly minority votes, particularly black votes and latino votes because they know they know that if all Americans are allowed to vote, they won't have this big this big red tsunami, this big red wave in November. The reason my confidence is justified is because they are ready to undo over 200 years of Senate rules customs and traditions by abolishing the legislative filibuster to push through the John Lewis Voting Rights Act that would make it essentially impossible for states to conduct fair and free elections, meaning they wouldn't be able to require voter identification. They wouldn't be able to limit the number of days of early voting. They wouldn't be able to limit unmonitored drop boxes. They wouldn't be able to eliminate ballot harvesting. They wouldn't be able to stop same-day registration without going through the Federal Department of Justice. That's what the, the John Lewis Voting Rights Act does. So how do I know I'm not too confident and we're not too confident? If there wasn't reason for us to believe we are going to roll into power in November, they wouldn't be ready to abolish two centuries of Senate rules in order to try to stop it. It's their last gasp hope. They're desperate and they know things are only going to get worse in 2022, not better. They have no answer for COVID. They have no answer for rising crime. They have no answer for inflation. The American people are going to be even more hungry for a change in leadership at the, by the time 2022 comes to a close in November. That's how I know. I welcome your thoughts. 877-243-7776. My name is Bob France. I'm in for Dennis Prager. right back.
2: You have homeowner's insurance for a good reason, because without it, a fire, flood, or burglary could destroy you financially. But there's another major crime your homeowner's policy does not cover. It's called home title fraud. The FBI calls home title fraud one of the fastest growing crimes, and it can ruin you financially, which is why you should consider home title lock. Title fraud happens when a criminal forges your signature on documents stating you sold your home to him. Then he takes out loans against your home and leaves you with the payments. You'll spend a fortune in legal fees trying to prove you didn't commit fraud. Home Title Lock puts a barrier around your home's title. The instant they detect anyone from a cyber thief to a renter to a relative trying to forge their way onto your home's title, they help shut it down. Go to HomeTitleLock.com and register your address to see if you're already a victim. And enter radio for your 60-day money-back guarantee. That's code radio at home hometitlelock.com
1: 33 minutes past the hour, which leaves us 27 minutes before the top of the hour. Thanks for being with us. I'm Bob France, in for Dennis Prager, live in the relieffactor.com studios of AM 1420, The Answer, here in Cleveland, Ohio. Appreciate you being with us. Phone lines are now open at 877-243-7776. That's 8 Prager-776. We'd love to hear from you. And I want to talk, and I want to, hear, I want to listen to your reactions. I, I've got so much audio here, I could pretty much do the entire Dennis Prager show without talking, and it would all be very compelling and interesting to you. But I do want to hear from you instead. I want to play for you portions of what Tom Cotton did yesterday. Tom Cotton on the floor of the Senate, arguing in defense of the filibuster that the Democrats like Chuck Schumer want to abolish For the purposes of ramrodding through the John Lewis Voting Rights Act, which would give, again, Democrats essentially unfettered power to control all elections in the country, including allowing people to vote multiple times, vote late, vote if they're dead, vote if they've changed uh, residences, changed states, and so on and so forth, essentially with no oversight whatsoever. So Chuck Schumer wants to abolish the filibuster. Tom Cotton yesterday made a strong Throated, full-throated defense of the filibuster using the words of not Tom Cotton, but the words of
3: Chuck Schumer. The senator from Arkansas. Right now, we are on the precipice of a constitutional crisis. We're about to step into the abyss. I want to talk for a few minutes why we're on that precipice and why we're looking into that abyss. Let me first ask a fundamental question. What is the crisis that calls for the undoing of two centuries of tradition? Are senators merely doing their jobs as legislators, responding to a generalized public calling for the abolition of the filibuster? Clearly not. It is not the American people at large who are demanding detonation of the nuclear option. The nuclear option is being pushed largely by the radioactive rhetoric of a small band of radicals who hold in their hands the political fortunes of the president. Constitutional scholars will tell us that the reason we have these rules in the Senate, unlimited debate, two-thirds to change the rules, the idea that 60 have to close off debate, is embodied in the spirit and rule of the Constitution. That is what the Constitution is all about. And we all know it. It is the Senate where the Founding Fathers established a repository of checks and balances. It's unlike the House of Representatives, where the Majority Leader or the Speaker can snap his fingers and get what he wants on important issues the Founding Fathers wanted. And they were correct, in my judgment, that the slimmest majority should not always govern. The Senate is not a majoritarian body.
1: So Senator Cotton went on to use more of Chuck. All of the words you just heard were not Senator Cotton's. I hope you understand what I'm saying and what he did. Every word he said in his speech was a Chuck Schumer word a collection, an of al- a-, 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 a montage of Chuck Schumer comments about abolishing the legislative filibuster, about how terrible of an idea it would be. Now Chuck Schumer is arguing that we must abolish the filibuster. Why? Because of the red tsunami the red tsunami that's coming. There is no hope if they don't change the rules for the filibuster and thus push forth the John Lewis Voting Rights Act by a simple majority. And it's not even a simple majority because, as you know, it's a 50-50 United States Senate. So literally what Chuck Schumer and what Joe Biden and what Kamala Harris, if you can find her in a moment of lucidity, lucidity, what they want to do is literally silence the voices of half of the representation of the United States in the Senate, 50 senators representing literally half of the Senate and thus half of the country. Silence them. We don't even have a majority. We have a tie with a tiebreaker being the vice president, but we literally have half of the the votes in the Senate, and we want that to be enough. We want that to be enough to change how this country votes. We want that to be enough to abolish the filibuster. It's an insane proposition, but it's exactly what Schumer is calling for now. So is Biden, despite Biden also spending many, many you know, uh, days on the floor of the Senate throughout his 40 years in the Senate arguing against changing the filibuster rules for the same reasons that Schumer does. But now that their political lives are on the line, now they're ready to say, forget about all that stuff we said for the last 40 years. Only listen to what we're saying right now. Well, we are listening, and we're going to respond. Bob Branson for Dennis. Right back.
2: All of you out there know that MyPillow doesn't have their box stores or any shopping channels. They've been part of this canceled culture, and they want to pass on the savings directly to you. You can get the lowest price in the history of MyPillow for their classic standard MyPillow, regularly $69.98, now only $19.98 with the promo code. They also have queen size, regularly $79.98, now $24.98 with the promo code or king size regularly 89.98 only 29.98 with your promo code. My pillow is not just pillows, they've over 150 products, everything from sleepwear to my new beds. Promo code also works on MyStore.com and FrankSpeech.com. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-761-6302. Use the promo code Prager to take advantage of Mike's special offer on his standard MyPillow. That's MyPillow.com, promo code Prager, or 800-761-6302. 17 minutes before the top of the hour.
1: Welcome to the Dennis Prager Show. If you're just tuning in, if you're not... And you've been here, you know what we're talking about, and I'm gonna ask you to to answer at 243 eight seven seven two four three seventy seven seventy six. That's eight Prager seven seven six. My name is Bob France, sitting in for Dennis. I'm here in Cleveland, Ohio in the ReliefFactor.com studios. I, I I have um I've joined a conservative uh stampede over to another social media platform. I now I disconnected or dropped or whatever. Uh, my 50,000 follower or so account that I had on Twitter about two years ago because I just could not, I couldn't take it anymore, quite frankly. First of all, when they banned uh, Donald Trump, but not just that, but with the censorship of conservatives, I was done. I wasn't going to continue to give them my time and energy and, pub- and publicity, quite frankly. So I, I got rid of my Twitter account about two years ago. And I'm now pushing to get away from my Facebook account. Because I just do not believe in the social media, big tech, uh, technocrat-led censorship, right? But there's a new one that is, quite frankly, pulling conservatives over by the boatloads. Uh, It's Getter. Have you used Getter yet? Do you have an account? Getter, by the way, is G E T T R. I have no financial stake in this, by the way. I don't own any of it. I don't own stock in it the way some hosts own stock in Rumble and they used to own in Parlor. This is just a personal um, request for you to check out Getter. Levin is there. Tucker Carlson is there. Jim Jordan is there. Larry Elder is there. Charlie Kirk is there. Sebastian Gorka is there. Chad Prather is there. Uh, Brian Kilmeade is there. I am there. It's, it's becoming a place for conservatives to share ideas. And information without censorship, and so far so good. I just joined it a few days ago, so I'm just getting started in building a following so that I can communicate with you. But if you haven't gone to Getter yet, please consider downloading that app, G E T T R, G E T T R, and follow me there. I'm on Getter at Always W H K, all one word together. Always Right. W H K. That's who I am. That's what my program is, and I would love to talk with you there. Anyway, talk with you there. Anyway, there's a video I posted up there this morning uh, before we came on the air here on the Dennis Prager Show of Joe Biden from his press conference uh, earlier, t- I think it was earlier today. And I asked a very simple question that I really would love an answer to, and that is, have you ever seen a more... <sighs> Confused and disoriented and overwhelmed and defeated old man in all your life. He's answering questions about COVID, and he is just completely baffled. He is asked a question by one reporter who got through the, the, the thick, uh, uh, you know, the cacophony of, of questions. And and he said, oh, we'll talk about that later. Come on. And then he sat and listened to the whole bunch of other questions were thrown at him, and he couldn't distinguish One from another. He stares blankly straight ahead. I'm watching and I'm giving you the play-by-play. Stares blankly straight ahead for five, six seconds. Puts his head down. Brings his crossed fingers up to his chin. Staring blankly. Not answering or even attempting to identify who is asking the questions. Waiting to be saved by the referee. Waiting for the referee to come in and wave off the fighters and stop the onslaught which is exactly what his media team did, and said, no more questions, that's it, he's done, we're done. He looked like he was about to cry. He looked so confused and dazed and defeated, like, I can't do this. That's just what you, that's just the read you get when you look at it. I can't do this. And he's probably wondering, why do I have to try to do this? Didn't I tell you two weeks ago that? There is no federal solution. This gets solved at a state level. There is no federal solution. It gets solved at the state level. Yet they want me to continue to come up with a federal solution. What am I supposed to do? It's just so embarrassing and so sad. And it's one of the reasons that approval rating, it's not just the results. It's watching the man decline. It's one of the reasons that approval rating is down into the very low 30s. One in three Americans approve of his work, and those are all Democrats. Two out of every three disapprove he 's twenty points underwater here 's an example of just how dazed confused disoriented uh, and and defeated Joe joe biden really is and, and sounds i want you to listen it's 27 seconds this is this morning talking about covid and the pandemic of the unvaccinated listen
0: you can find the nearest testing sites for you by googling covid test near me google covid test near Near me, and to help uh, lead our federal testing program, I've talked. I've I've, 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 ta- I've excuse me. I've tapped uh, Dr. Tom. In- I hope I pronounced it. In- 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 Inglesby. Correct. Is that right?
1: <sighs> Joe Biden is so confused and baffled by what's going on. He can barely read the teleprompter. You should see the squint as he thought the word tapped was topped. And then he didn't even know the name of the doctor he supposedly topped to lead the federal testing task force. He has no idea who he is. He he wants to know. He's Ron Burgundy, and he wants to know who typed this name that I can't say on my teleprompter. Who is this guy?
0: To help uh, lead our federal testing program, I've talked, I've, 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 I've talked, I've, excuse me, I've tapped.
1: You can't read the teleprompter and can't tell an A from an O. Who'd you top, Joe?
0: Uh, Dr. Tom, In- I hope I pronounce it, In- 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 Inglesby, correct? Is that right? He,
1: he, he doesn't know. And, 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 and they wonder why they're underwater. They wonder why the tsunami is coming. Just listen to the man, and it's painful. I have to acknowledge it is painful to hear. 877-243-7776. want to go to Glendora, California first. Tom, thank you for your patience. You're on the Dennis Prager Show. This is Bob. Go right ahead.
0: Hey, thank you very much, Bob. Three quick points. Number one, the history of the world is good versus evil. Good emanates only from God, evil from the devil. This nation was based on God and committed ourselves to God with all of our terrible flaws of slavery. The best nation ever. Point number two, we are now in such a critical state of succumbing to evil under the Democrats. When you look at critical race theory, when you look at the abortion issue, when you look at the... Tom, I'm
1: going to have to drop you here, not because of your call, but because of the clock. I appreciate you very much. We'll be back i got to tell you, I love Dennis. I love Dennis's uh, platforms. I love his channels. I love PragerU. I wish he would get them off of YouTube. Um, YouTube needs to be regulated. Google needs to be regulated. I had an interview this morning with uh, Ohio Senate candidate J.D. Vance who uh, uh, wrote an op-ed calling for the regulation of Google and YouTube as common carriers. Just like telephone services, telephone companies are common carriers. Telephone companies cannot deny you service because of your political affiliation or because of your, your political viewpoints. Why should Google be any different? It's very similar. It allows communication and connection. It carries messages and information. Why is Google not regulated like a common carrier and not allowed to refuse service by banning people like Dennis or Dennis or you? Or through its subsidiary youtube i would much prefer to have all of that communication done on platforms like uh like uh, rumble by the way as embarrassing as the clip that i just played from joe biden was it's almost like kamala said to him hold my beer watch how stupid i can sound when I'm talking to Craig Melvin.
0: At what point does the administration say, you know what, this strategy isn't working. We're gonna change strategies. Six former administration officials last week wrote that open letter urging the administration to change course, to change strategy.
2: Is it time? It is time for us to do what we have been doing and that time is every day. Every day it is time for us to agree that There are things and tools that are available to us to slow this thing down. What in the living hell did she just Is it time? It is time for us to. Is it time? Is it time? It is time for us to do what we have been doing, and that time is every day. Every day it is time for us to agree that there are things and tools that are available to us to slow this thing down. If there has
1: ever been a dumber human being in federal office, maybe outside of Hank Johnson, who thought that Guam would tip over if there was a Marine Corps battalion put on it, maybe outside of him, I th- there may be a couple of others. I could go to AOC very easily, you know. I could go to I could go to um uh, um. Uh, 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 Oh, for Crown Island, Eric Swalwa. There are a few others, but, but particularly in the executive branch. Has there ever been a dumber human being than Kamala Harris, who sounds like she's about to cry because she probably is? We'll be right back.
3: My fear is that uh, the whole island will uh, become so overly populated that it will tip over and, uh, and capsize.